안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. 야, yeah, uh, I am still in uh, corner. Yesterday, uh, we had a breakfast meeting with uh, Pastor uh, Seiji Chi and his wife, who is the pastor of uh, Ohana family of uh, Living God. He is a dedicated ACLC pastor uh, in Hawaii, and he's an elder brother of Minister Gina Sykes. So we had a beautiful breakfast meeting. Actually, this uh, minister is so inspired, you know, uh, by our true parents. We had uh, uh, sharing uh, many things. I really appreciate that. I think he can someday can organizing the pastor summit in Hawaii. Then we flew to uh, Kona, uh, Hawaii, and visited you know Hawaiian Queen Coffee Warehouse building. Thank you so much, our Bruce, for your hard work, and, and he really. Uh, explain everything about all our fishing farm. And he's so much still energetic and very powerful. I really appreciate you know, his effort. Thank you so much. Today, I'd like to speak with the title, The Land of Death is the Land of Life. And uh, the Land of Life is the Heavenly Land from the contents of True Mother's memoir. I'd like to invite our beautiful honey, please read. The next day, we convened the Youth and Family Festival for nation building and peace at the prestigious Co-Pitch Theater in Phnom Penh. More than 4,000 participants attended, including heads of state from around the world as well as Deputy Prime Minister Bin Chin, Chief Secretary Yim Nola of the Ministry of Home Affairs and numerous government officials. As I officiated the blessing ceremony held as the culminating event of the Youth and Family Festival, I blessed the nation as Heavenly Cambodia, a nation where our heavenly parent can dwell. In preparation for this historic event, I offered heartfelt prayers and devotion for the sake of Cambodia. Between 1975 and 1979, the blood of many innocent people was shed because of a wrong ideology. Some 2 million people were starved and slaughtered because of communism. Today, nearly 40 years later, Heavenly Parents sent the only begotten daughter and mother of peace to Cambodia to bless this land as a heavenly nation. Heaven's providence has multiple dimensions. From the human perspective, my visit to Cambodia may have been a visit to a nation to host an event. However, 
heaven's providence is not so one dimensional. I had to liberate both the souls of the victims who had been unjustly killed and the souls of the young people whom the government had forced to commit murder and treat their fellow human beings with terrible cruelty. During my benediction prayer, I first comforted heavenly parent whose heart was torn to pieces by the massacres in Cambodia. I then liberated the souls of those who had died as a result of the atrocities. I blessed the past, present and future of Cambodia through the blessing ceremony so its young people of today can begin preparing for a hopeful future. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. You know, uh, when I work in Cambodia and uh, I uh, visit to killing field very often, I can see, I could see such a really you know, terrible cruelty. You know, at the time, more than 2 million people killed by communists. At the time, you know, population is, you know, just, uh, just only less than uh, 6 million people. Then one, one third of the people killed by communists. How much terrible it was. However, my brothers and sisters, you know, God is claiming after paying such indemnity. You look at the Korea, in Korean War, more than 3 million people killed by communists and then paid all the indemnity. And then Korea, you know, become chosen country after paying such incredible indemnity. Many people are saying that why Cambodia? You know, dictatorship or what, what, so many reasons, you know, how come Cambodia become like that? But you need to know that God's providence always, you know, God's providence uh, through the the indemnity. Cambodia pay incredible indemnity. You look at the such miserable souls and victims. So now God's side claim back and then become one of the main God's providential countries. Okay, based on this content, I'd like to talk about a little bit about at the time through mother situation. Mother said before leaving for the world tour, through mother hosted the Heavenly Korea Subregion 5 and 4 conferences. Since the tour started without a break upon arriving in Cambodia, True mother suffered many health problems. However, you know, to keep the last promise to true father as well as heavenly parents, true mother decided to put her life on the line and devoted herself with all 
her might. True mother said, because I am the mother of mankind, the mother of cosmos, and the mother of peace, I had to move forward without stopping for heavenly parent and mankind. When true father died, true mother made a promise in front of true father's holy body to set Chanilgu on this earth until the day true mother died. Wow, our mother's dedication and Changsong. It is really, really incredible. Let's appreciate our true mother. Uh, next, uh, I'd like to introduce a true mother's benediction at the Youth and Family Festival at Peace Palace in Phnom, Phnom Penh and Cambodia. Ebony Hani, please. True Mother's Benediction at the Youth and Family Festival, Peace Palace in Phnom Penh, Cambodia, November 20, 2019. In particular, on this day in Cambodia, you have given birth to blessed families that can enter heaven with your lineage. The blood of many innocent citizens had to be tragically shed due to the wrong ideology of ignorant human beings. When you looked upon the actions of such ignorant human beings, how much pain you must have felt. You have endured so much. However, through the true parents, you are now bestowing the grace of the blessing upon this people. Beloved heavenly parent, thank you. I pray that those who have received the blessing today will fulfill their responsibility as tribal messiahs before heaven and their nation so that they can liberate the ancestors who had to be sacrificed in the gloomy past. I pray that they can educate the young people who will become the leaders of this nation. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for allowing this opportunity for this nation to receive heaven's blessing for eternity as children of blessed families who are like sunflowers looking toward heavenly parent. Dear heavenly parent, today, true parents are blessing Cambodia to become heavenly Cambodia. I pray that this people can gracefully accept heaven's tradition and become the nation that will fulfill its responsibility as the first nation in Asia. I proclaim this in the name of the true parents, Aju. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. My dear brothers and sisters, now our beloved true mother focus on the Korean Peninsula province centering on Heavenly Unified Korea. So now you see the Cambodia is doing incredible role. Cambodia really uh, now really uh, uh, connect to the, all the, uh, you know, um, uh, nations which really uh, connect to the North Korea. 
So now really many things going on, uh, centering on Cambodia. Let's really seriously pray, really our mother's dream come true. So sooner or later, really need to unify between North Korea and South Korea. How much our true mother serious for uh, her jongsong and prayer, you know, for reunification between North Korea and South Korea, how to really offer fatherland to God, our really natural parents. And then leaving divine principle introduction five, our principal cause for the uh, inactivity and weakness of today's religions. Let's study EDP of the introduction. The reason that religious people have been unable to accomplish their mission. What is the reason that religious people, though earnestly searching for internal truth, have been unable to accomplish their God-given mission? <clears throat> Just as people attain perfection of character only when the mind and body are fully united, the two worlds of essence and phenomena must join in perfect harmony before the ideal world can be realized. Spiritual joy is incomplete without genuine physical happiness. Religions have made strenuous efforts to deny life in this world in their quest for the life eternal. They have despised the pleasures of the body for the sake of spiritual bliss. Yet, however hard they may try, people cannot cut themselves off from the reality of this world or annihilate the desire for physical pleasures which follows them like a shadow and cannot be shaken off. This world and its desires tenaciously grab hold of religious people, driving them into the depth of agony. Such is the contradiction which plagues their devotional lives. Even many enlightened spiritual leaders, still torn by this contradiction, have met a sad end. Herein is a principal cause for the inactivity and weakness of today's religions. They have not overcome this self-contradiction. In step with the progress of science, the human intellect has become highly sophisticated, requiring a scientific approach to understanding reality. The traditional doctrines of religions, on the other hand, are largely devoid of scientific explanations. The ultimate purpose of religion can be attained only when one first believes it in one's heart and then puts it into practice. However, without first understanding, beliefs do not take hold. Understanding is the starting point for knowledge. Today, however, people will not accept what is not demonstrable by the logic of science. Accordingly, since religions are now unable to guide people even to the level of understanding, much less to belief, 
they are unable to fulfill their purpose. Even internal truth demands logical and convincing explanations. Indeed, throughout the long course of history, religions have been moving toward the point where their teachings could be elucidated scientifically. Okay. Today, uh, focusing on the content of the, uh, this EDP, we will study through Father's word relate to this. Please read. Science and religion aim at the unification of both sides. In the latter half of the 16th century, religion and science were divided. In today's last days, they are entering the phase of unity in order to achieve one goal. Science is taking the form of unity first. Why is this so? Because before Adam was created as a complete human being, his body was created first and then life was blown into him. This is the principle of creation. However, today, religion and science stand in opposing positions. But this is not the principle. In the last days, science takes the form of unity before religion. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. True Father said in the uh, letter, uh, half of the 16th century, religion and science were divided. In today's uh, last days, they are entering, entering the phase of unity you know, to achieve one goal. Just as an ideal human being's mind and body are united, religion are representing the mind and science representing the body must be united to achieve the ideal world. Science is taking the form of the unity first. Why is this so? Because before Adam was created, as a complete human being, his body was created first and then humans, human's soul was blown into him. Since God's creation was created from external to internal and from internal to more internal, science was a text form of unification in the providence of restoration. For that reason, true parents have a continued uh, continued the conference on the unity of the science. Uh, looking at this, we can see that the true parents have also continued the providence of restoration according to the principle of creation. Internally, they continue to carry out religious unity and interreligious movements. Father, really, true parents carry on, you know, God's providence according to principle of creation. Wow, this is really, our true parents absolutely follow the, the way of the principle of creation. However, today, religion and science stand in opposing positions, but this is not the principle. In the last day, science takes the form of unity before religion. Continue. Science trend toward integration unity. During the past centuries, it is true that science was divided 
into specialization due to the excessive focus on analytical methods. However, recently, knowledge is showing a desirable trend toward integration and unity due to an integral method methodology. Unified science is a prime example of this. And even though today's science is highly specialized, all fields are pursuing the same goal of realizing a world of abundance and prosperity. Thank you. Uh, you know, so from the providential point of view of God, from the perspective of science, a trend toward uh, integrate, integration, unity. If we see unified science as the origin and analytical methods of the science correspond to division, and this must be reunion by integral methods again. God's providence of restoration goes through the process of origin, division, union, like this. We understand, already you learned what is the origin and division and union, right? So God's process of restoration also going through same kind of the process, same kind of the process. Okay, continue. Science trend toward integration unity. However, when looking at the situation of today's world, I cannot help but bitterly lament about a continuing phenomenon. It is the fact that even with the dazzling development of science and amazing economic prosperity, there are still unfortunate events taking place everywhere in the world. Despite uh, remarkable economic prosperity and scientific development, un unfortunate events take place all over the world because all civilizations use it centered on themselves and only as a means to benefit their country. Therefore, our greatest uh, enemy is egoism and our self-centered way of thinking. All scientific development and you know, uh, convenience of civilization must be used through the a life living for the sake of others. If we really practice the principle of living for the sake of others, and then we can maximum utilize the science, see? science and all the technical method. Actually, problem is our egoism, our self-centeredness. That is uh, our main problems. Today's youth ministry, uh, I'd like to talk some very important issue. My brothers and sisters, uh, recently I'm continuously talking about the Noah's family, right? Today, I really seriously focus on the principle of inheritance since through Noah's family. Because Ham was ashamed of Noah, he inherited the sin. If a child respects his father, 
even when he sees his father's flaws, he becomes a better child than his father. When Ham sees his father's naked body and has a heart to serve God, he becomes a better child than his father. That is the moment inheritance takes place. Looks like a very simple but very important principle of inheritance. Understand what I mean? It's very, very important. When Ham sees his father's naked body, and he needs to think not external way. He needs to think because heavenly parents, you know, with my father for 120 years. Heavenly parents with him all the time, not one year, not 10 years, not 70 years, for 100 years. And finally, what is the outcome? My father was really correct. And then he need to keep that kind of standard or respect his father. So when him see his father's naked body, then he need to think, maybe there is a meaning. There is a meaning. There is somehow the meaning. And then still he need to keep that kind of respect toward his father. Do not think physically. Do not think according to the environment and situation. He need to, need to think meaningfully. He need to think more deeply about that. If he think that way, even though can see some kind of the really, you know, shortcoming for his father, but still respect and things entering on God's point of view, this is the moment inheritance takes place. A child must be better than the father to inherit from him. If the standard of the person inheriting is lower than or falls below the one bisquitting, uh, inheritance cannot happen. A child who is responsible for the parents' shortcomings can inherit the parents. The principle of inheritance is that those who criticize their parents will never inherit and that they will never become a better child than their parents. This is incredible principle, my brothers and sisters. We need to really reflect on that, my brothers and sisters. Therefore, the development of our unification movement depends on how to raise our children to be better than us. It is also about how we raise the second generation to be better people than first generation. If a child is not better, better than his or her parents and the second generation is not better than the first generation, any organization, will go downward, my brothers and sisters. Very, very important. 
we are talking about inheritance and development and multiplication. So when I look at the Noah's family and then when I about uh, receiving our true parents' guidance, the conclusion is very simple. What is the purpose of our, our life? How can I raise up my children as a filial sons and daughters? My children love God. My children love true parents more than me. Then your education is already over. That you as a first generation, as a parents, your life will become successful life or failure. How can we know? Through the result. Your children love God more than you. You are already successful father. You are already successful mother. Our second generation love God, love to the parents, love God's providence more than first generation. I am telling you, guarantee our movement will be prosperous. Why? According to principle of inheritance is like that. That's why no matter what, no matter how much we put effort and sacrifice in the meeting, most important thing is raise our children, then our children better than me. He loves all mankind or she loves all mankind more than me. And I already man of success. Very important. Our purpose of life as a first generation, how to raise my children as the filial sons and daughters. My children shed tears for God more than me. My children truly, truly sacrifice for heavenly parents and true parents more than me. Then we already accomplish our goal, my brothers and sisters. We really need to reflect on that. Of course, including me, including you, we are not yet reached that standard. We can say because I go to frontline, pioneer, what all kind of reason. However, conclusion is very important. We cannot run away from our portion of responsibility. We need to really realize that what is our main portion of responsibility in the family? We need to serve our children like a God. Our children are our God. Serve them, love them more than talking, more than blaming, encourage them.
praise them. Show the modern life of all our children. If our second generation not better than first generation, then our movement no hope. My brothers and sisters, any child criticized for parents, his own parents, he never ever become his uh, not not better than his own parents. Any Cain criticized Abel, that is a proof that you are not better than you are able. Cannot inherit through criticism. How many children do you have? How many of them feel your sons and daughters? Who among the children who really can inherit? Some of child love God more than me, work harder than me, more than me. Very important principle. Then where should our unification movement go? The focus should be placed on the education of a second generation and young people. Through the grasping the current situation of our movement, we know that more than 10,000 second generation are in, in, in the U United States unification movement. I really thank you know, our Reverend David Randall and Taka and then they and I working very hard, except, except to go to some you know, other, other, other spiritual group or other group, except them. Of course, many of them not much deeply relate to our movement. Can you imagine that? More than 10,000 second generation. We have all the name list. We have God. We have true parents. We have eternal truth. We receive the blessing. We have everything. From now on, important thing is how to raise up our second generation. This is the issue. Where should we focus? That's why Pramada asked me to raise up second generation. Raise up second generation. Because we have a beautiful tradition. We, we have a true paradigm. We have the we have a true paradigm. We have the tradition of the unification movement. Blessing. We can connect everybody centering on blessing, centering on plural lineage. That's why just keep purity, just only take care of them very well. Our unification movement day by day growing up. If we really take care of second generation very well, no worry about the money issue. No worry about the witnessing matter, witnessing matter. Automatically multiply. My brother senses where to focus. It's a very clear here. Or many people say, oh, time is too late, whatever. And I am telling you the reality, no matter what, we need to go back again. Even though there is a very much a far relationship between parent and child, let's try again. Go back to origin. 
need to understand principle of the inheritance. No other way, even though a little bit too late, but without giving up, keep on trying again and again and again. There is no other way, my brothers and sisters. Actually, our second generation is very, very sensitive. If they really know God's will, their blood lineage, of the quality of their blood lineage, much, much better than us. I, I still have a lot of hope, actually. Our second generation, when I visit to each place, even yesterday in Hawaii, wow, many, many, most of the second generation turn up. I was so glad that when we create some kind of the momentum, created environment, all our children will come back. I strongly believe through the morning devotion, I can see our first generation, many people have a life-changing experience and then creating a beautiful, artistic environment. I am telling you, gradually come back one by one. In the respect, we don't know how important our UTS is. We need to further develop our UTS. Only when education survives can we see the future of the unification movement. Look at the Mormon church. The Mormon church has more than 50,000 people aged 18 to 22 worldwide on missionary work. That is a kind of a compulsory course. Willingly, happily, and then go to the world as a missionary. In American society, when I visited Utah and met the, the, uh, the Mormon church leaders, I was so surprised. Even on the, this kind of the world, terrible world, how come we ask our second generation, you know, uh, uh, her friend, most of them are almost 100, almost 95%, 97%, you know, the, you know, the relate to the Mormon. And then we ask, ask the, our second generation, what is their commitment? Almost 100%, they become missionaries. Wow, I really deeply repent. We have such great content. Problem is we don't have a proper educational system. We do not know how to educate them. We have content. We have everything actually. My brothers and sisters, only when education is present can the organization develop. So I am looking for a righteous person who wants to invest in the future education industry of UTS? I am seriously praying about that. You know, in Korea, many, many rich, uh, very rich people before die, they offer their all entire property toward the school. Most of them offer the school, like Seoul University or, you know, very famous university. You know, they know that. Where to focus? 
for the sake of the young people, for the sake of the education. That's why our movement, we really need to think future education industry of UTS. I am certain that God is preparing a righteous person. The most rewarding project is the education project. Do not rely on true mother, do not rely on Korea. Already true mother have done enough for us. Let's do independently and then really raising up our second generation, finally support true mother, support fatherland and support for the sake of the world providence. Our church should go beyond the Mormon church and also train to serve all people of the world by sending our second generations as world missionaries. The Mormon church showed the model first as John the Baptist. God always set up the John the Baptist first and show his journey as an example. From this point of view, True Mother created a heavenly military academy at Sunman University and is training our second generation. I really appreciate our total model. On inheritance of the value is a ruin unless it goes to someone better than me. Money should also go to someone who knows the value of money. Otherwise the money becomes an enemy. It should go to someone who brings actual results or makes a profit. Money is a symbol of a person. It is a substance of the heart. When money is well spent, it is God. And when it is not used well, it becomes an enemy. My brother says, what is the principle of the inheritance? The object partner should be better than me. Then he or she can inherit. So you know to do that as a first generation, as a leader, as an able figure, we need to take ownership, really serve our second generation, serve our children. And then they will be better than us. Then our movement have incredible hope. This is the important point. We can learn through Noah's family. Anyone criticize their father and mother's shortcoming? Anyone criticizing your able's uh, shortcoming? They never ever better than their own parents. They never ever better than their own able. No. Cannot inherit through criticism. My brothers and sisters, we really learn very important things from Noah's family. Thank you very much.